Hello, I'm Annette, and thanks for listening to my podcast. This is part three of my three-part series on the Texas Parent Pack. Today, you'll hear from my longtime friend, Dinah Miller. Hello, Dinah. Thanks for being on the show. Hi, Annette. Thank you. So we've known each other quite a while, and I remember first learning about you through a newspaper article when you threw a beach party in your driveway. Tell us about that a little. (laughs) That's right. I was so frustrated uh, with then Governor Perry, who uh, went to the Bahamas with um, certain people who really were hostile to the whole idea of public education in order to discuss public education funding. And um, for So it just made absolutely no sense. And so kind of in protest, I um, threw a beach party on my driveway and we had a margarita machine and played Jimmy Buffett and the kids played and had beach towels. And um, we just we invited the governor to come and discuss school finance with real families, real Texas families who are going to our neighborhood public schools. Well, you can see why Dinah's a friend of mine. And we met not long after that. Um, so mm-hmm. you've been involved with Texas Parent Pack since the beginning. Tell us why Parent Pack formed. Okay. We formed in 2005 when uh, taxpayer-funded private school vouchers failed to pass the Texas House by only one vote. And we knew then that was way too close and that the time for phone calls and um talking to our legislators was over and we just needed to elect new talent to the Texas House. So that uh, summer, five PTA moms uh, called a press conference and announced that we are forming our own political action committee and we're going to work to elect Republicans and Democrats to the Texas House who will support public education. Public education is part of the Texas Constitution. It's also part of our Declaration of Independence from Mexico. Um, it's one it listed as one of the grievances. That's why one of the reasons we broke away from Mexico was their lack of, of free public education for everyone. So it's we're the constitutional conservatives here, and we are fighting uh, for Texas value. So you've been around since 2005, and you have recently uh, taken over as co-chair with Julie Cowan, who will also be in this interview. And the founder, uh, including you, was also Carolyn Boyle. And um, so taking over from Carolyn is going to be a big step because she's she's quite a dynamic lady, but you've been involved since the beginning, so you've got the history and the knowledge base and the talents to do it as well. Where do you see Texas Parent Pack going forward? We're going to continue our mission and um, and building on our uh, success, our previous successes, because we're very proud of the fact that a lot of people we helped win their primary um, have. And then the general, their first general election, um, they've risen to positions of uh, power and great responsibility over public education. And that includes Jimmy Don Acock and also Dan Huberty. So we're going to continue to work hard to raise money to help elect uh, Republicans and Democrats who will be good public ed uh, Texas legislators. So you're a nonpartisan organization, and you focus primarily on House 
and Senate races, correct? Correct. And a few State Board of Education races. You could also, and um, you could also call us bipartisan. Uh, there, there you go. <laughs> I think bipartisan is a little more accurate. Okay, great. Thanks. And you've been successful. Uh, you've had a number of folks that you've helped advocate for. You've helped them get into the into that into the legislature. Do you have off the top of your head the numbers? Mm-hmm. We've since our founding in two thousand five, we've helped elect more than eighty four new members of the Texas legislature and helped defeat thirty one incumbents who were hostile to public ed. Wow! Tell us the process of how you evaluate a new candidate. We um, have at least two in person interviews uh, and and really prod them on um, what they know about public education, who they'll listen to. Um, when bills are introduced, um, who are they going to call to ask advice? Uh, will they listen to their parents and the elected trustees and superintendents in their district, or are they going to be bullied by um, out-of-district uh, PACs that are maybe pro-taxpayer-funded private school vouchers or that sort of thing? Talk about some of the out-of-district PACs that get involved in local elections. Well, of course, the most notorious is Empower Texans. They uh, seem to have formed kind of shortly after us, and um, a lot of times we are on opposite sides in uh, primary races. They don't share the uh, support of public education that we hold dear. And some of their tactics and others' uh, tactics include sending people from out of the district into local races to get involved in, you know, working the polls or knocking on doors. And uh, I know there's concern about that. Yes. And um, sometimes they're not truthful in um, their mailers. Uh, they, they have a lot of uh, other names. So um, they can send a postcard on behalf of their candidate and slap all these labels of uh, really astroturf groups that are basically all the same funders, but it funders as in people who give them money, but it looks like uh, they've got a ton of support when it's really not uh, grassroots supporters. And I read this morning about one new pack that had been formed as a monthly pack, so they didn't have to do the same kind of reporting for the Texas Ethics Commission. Yeah, so they could avoid uh, it being their fifty thousand dollars that they spent in negative advertising against a candidate could stay secret until after the election. Wow, that's pretty pretty tricky. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's worrisome. Um, so it's very important to stay uh, involved and uh, educated uh, about who these groups are and who's uh, backing uh, candidates. Texas Parent Pack is we're volunteers and uh, we just raise money to help help our candidates. We don't have a headquarters. We're working off of our dining room tables. So we're very different than, you know, a big pack that has a, a big staff to constantly pump out content. And big checks written. And big checks, yeah. <laughs> Although there, you would gladly take big checks or small checks. How would somebody help you or get involved if they were interested? You can donate on our website, which is www.txparentpac.com which stands for Texas Parent Pack, but it's txparentpac.com. And uh, we, you know, file with the Texas Ethics Commission. Um, we're an open book on who uh, supports us and co- who our contributors are. So, Dinah, uh, you're, you're a pack. 
tell folks what a PAC actually is? We are uh, registered with the state of Texas. We have to follow uh, their guidelines. We have deadlines we must meet um, of our uh, deadlines for reports of the list of all of our contributors. Uh, if we don't, we can be fined. Um, so it's uh, official. So talk about the difference in the different elections. And, you know, we just had an election, very small number of Texas voters voted in it. Talk about the importance for uh, your Texas Parent Pack for parents to participate in the political process. It's very important to vote in the primary elections and in the general elections. Oftentimes, a district is drawn to favor one party or the other. And so virtually the winner might be chosen in the primary because uh, it's because the district is drawn to favor one party or the other. But there are more competitive districts now where the general election will determine the winner. However, it's very important to vote in in both the primary and the general election. And we are aligned with uh, other groups in the state that are promoting the idea of block vote, which is throw out partisanship and just vote on education. Because ultimately, education is the most important issue when it comes to business, because we need that educated workforce. When it comes to our civil liberties, you know, our founders knew how important education is. How many races does Texas Parent Pack get involved in? We don't get involved in every single race. We only get involved in a few select races in which there is a clear choice between somebody who's pro-public education and someone who's hostile to the idea of public education. And also, our candidates have to have a really good campaign put together, and that's hard work. So sometimes we have to tell a great woman or man, we can't endorse you because you have not put together a great campaign in which you can win with grassroots support and professional campaign management and a political consultant. So therefore, we only get involved in races in which we can justify using our contributors' money. So talk about the cost of running an election. How much does a House seat campaign cost in a contested race in the Metroplex area? Well, it could be as much as $300,000. Oh, I've seen lots more than that. Yeah, Yeah. it can get really high. Uh, Sometimes Sometimes it can get higher also in a smaller market because you need to buy TV. TV's kind of a waste in a DFW TV market, but they can be really, really expensive. And there's no limit in Texas on the amount of donations like there would be if you gave to a a congressional candidate. There's limits on, on how much an individual can give. But in Texas, there's no limit. So that's another reason the races can get extremely expensive. When you folks started the organization Texas Parent Pack, I remember reading articles maybe in Texas Monthly, and you were called the soccer moms, the mad soccer moms or something like that. Mm -hmm. Revenge of the soccer moms. The revenge of the soccer moms. (laughs) I love that. When I'm looking for someone to recommend, uh, or if somebody asks me about a particular race across Texas, uh, your your organization is the number one place I go. I know you have an email uh, listserv that you send out, so I'm assuming folks can sign up for that on your website. Yes, at follow T- you on and follow you on Facebook and Twitter. Correct. Yeah, we're on Facebook and Twitter, and uh, again, our website is txparentpac.com. Well, thanks for being on my show today, Dinah, and I look forward to the work y'all continue to do for the state of Texas and the children of Texas. Well, thank you, Annette. You are our very first endorsed candidate, 
So you'll always have a special place in our hearts, and we're extremely proud of that fact. Here are a couple of stories that Dinah wanted to add, and I think they're worth listening to. Well, I think it's a funny story of uh, when we announced our formation, because uh, PTA was having their summer seminar in downtown Austin, and... um, There was a series of special sessions that the legislature was having regarding education funding. And um, I I know that I feel certain that Rick Perry did not want the, the image of all these PTA moms in capri pants. Literally everyone in 2005 was wearing capri pants, marching down Congress Avenue, going to the Capitol to complain about a stalemate in school funding. So therefore, Perry uh, gave the legislature a three-day weekend. And so they were they had all left town. So when we called our press conference for that Friday, uh, the, the entire press press, the Texas Capitol Press Corps came to our uh, announcement because the legislature had all left. And so it was great. So the next day we were on uh, the front page of all the major dailies and we just got great coverage and um, people knew that moms were mad as hell and weren't going to take it anymore. Well, and I remember uh, being on more than one march with you and for Texas Public Schools and uh, there's a great picture of us in front of the Capitol that I love. So It's one of my favorite pictures of us. We've come a long way, baby. (laughs) And another one. So when we announced our formation, a member of the press asked Carolyn Boyle, our chairwoman at the time, how much money are you going to raise for the primary? And Carolyn, we really hadn't discussed this. And so out of the blue, Carolyn says $250,000. And um, you know what? That's how much we raised for that first primary. And uh, it was truly a God thing. We, we feel called to do this, and um, we, we truly feel like that was a God thing. Thank you, Dinah, for all your hard work for the school children of Texas. And thank you for listening to Annette on Education. <laughs>